From the Personal Letters of Carrington Carstairs June 30th, 1908 My dearest Anastasia If you are reading this letter, then the recent events in Russia will have spelt my doom. I cannot go into the details further here, but you've always known that I'm a man of eclectic interests and certain occult knowledges. I had hoped I would be able to take you to one side and introduce you to the more secret and arcane methods that have been revealed unto me by those guides I have whispered to you of. Sadly, that moment did not come. I therefore leave these journals and those books that you will find in the summer house. I advise you to read them with great caution. They will sound like the ramblings of a madman, but I trust you, my child, as I always trust your very dear mother, the loss of whom to me has been heavy upon my soul. But I digress. The difficulty of writing one's final thoughts is that they can escape one so easily, especially when so much is at stake, so much at risk, and so to my purpose. You will find in the summer house the necessary items to continue my work. That nincompoop of a brother of mine, uh, forgive me, he is your father after all, would be the worst person I could choose to hand these precious legacies onto. Your mother, bless her, would have understood far better. She was always so beautiful, rare, and strange of that eastern world. You know that some secrets have been divulged, but what I will show you in those documents will amaze, confound, possibly drive you to the very edge of your reason. But you must dig further. You must not give up, Anastasia. You have the right temperament. You have the brilliance of your mother's wit, and thankfully some of the line of the Carstairs that is able to hold great power within, such as I have done. Now I tell you this, in strictest confidence. Do not reveal the contents of this letter to anyone. You will be considered mad, and it will be taken from you, and the secrets that it will lead towards will be lost forever. I trust that you will find the path. Go to Matawamkeg. See what I was working upon. See the strange location that it exists in and outside of, upon the very edge of an ancient burial ground, the secrets of which are lost, it is sad to report. Try as I might, I cannot find the right individual who will lead me towards the secrets of what is held within that ground. I am forbidden from entering it, and that will become clear to you as you progress forwards in your own studies. For you must take up conversation with the angels that visit that wonderful house in the woods. You must converse with them as I did. I sound as if I am entrenched in the deepest of lunacy, and lunacy perhaps it is, for they understand the moon and the stars in a way that you and I can only dream of. They will offer you their ale, a sort of mead that sings of the cosmos. You must sup of it. You must partake of their trials, and then you will have the same luck that I am famous for. They will give you glimpses through their marvels of technology 
into worlds beyond worlds, of times before time. It was no accident that I knew how to buy up the railway land. They told me to do it. They knew that the iron horse was coming. They said that they had stolen the visions from other races who they had studied, the Yithians, the secrets of which you will begin to understand the further. You are perfectly placed within your interests in the human mind to carry this deeper and farther than I have reached. But fear not, my dearest Anastasia, I will be close upon your shoulder, and with luck I may yet return. But I must go. They are coming for me. I know that my time has been served. I will live on, Anastasia. You will understand how, over time, there will come a moment you will find the right man or woman who will lead you into the burial ground, and then you will be able to repay the favors. All we have to do is go where the Maigo cannot. Those angelic visitors, even they are bound by the one that dwells deep within the graveyard. It is like a walking god. Do not converse with it. Do not take up truck with it. Trust no one in the city or the village. His reach is far, farther than I ever dreamed of. Those that carry the blue eyes, do not trust them. Oh, they will say that they are doing good for man, but all they are doing is serving an abhorrent and ancient hybrid race. They are not men, they are demons. No, the Maiga were more like us. They simply want to investigate, to understand to use science to reach into the very teeth of the mind and comprehend all that lies before us. I must go. There is a knocking at the door. With best wishes, your beloved uncle, Carrington Carstairs. players present The House in the Woods by Gary Pilkington A Call of Cthulhu scenario adapted for 7th edition by Joseph Chance Copyright Grenadier Models and Chaosium Starring Dan Wheeler as Assistant Professor Flight Lieutenant Charles Chuck Lohman Jeannie Spark as female postmaster Natasha Roliova. Danan Makalia as local lobster mogul and supplier Alagash Bunyan. And Joseph Chance as everybody and everything else. Um, so Roliova collapses, but also sort of. Uh, she spasms very, very fast, like very, very fast, and she's still spasming, and then she stops very still, and she's breathing. Um, there's a strange light from outside as, as Alagash, uh, I mean, Alagash, you're still in your, you're still in control of your functions. You've not been taken yeah. over by anything, but you do have this very strong sense that outside I do, yeah. is this... Um, but Loman, I think the agency is well, with also, you. I don't want to see. I don't want to like let my 
previous companions die for no reason. So I think as soon as I see her fitting, I'm going to pull out like a... Oh, she stops. She stops. Like yeah. sort of, you don't need to stop but her But even so, even so, I want to just, as I pass her maybe, I take out a sort of wooden wedge, like one of the things I used to like... Nice. Chip in it's... like when I when I'm using the ground to like set another angling rod, like so it's got a couple of points on it. I just want to put one of those between her teeth. Yeah, it's like the so co it's the cold like... action of a of a fisherman. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I've seen I've seen fish and humans. <laughs> well, not fish, but I've seen humans lose their teeth by like fucking fitting. So like my attention's elsewhere, but I just want to. I think while that's happening, do that I think while that's keep... while that's yeah. happening, I think Loman has had quite a lot of agency throughout this last five minutes. So what, what's he been up to? So he's had this weird experience with suddenly gaining this sort of knowledge or insight into the fact that the, 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 the rat, the spores in the rat was protecting something beyond the nest and something beyond that. And then the communication with uh, Professor Winters. I would like to... <laughs> I feel like... I haven't quite, I haven't quite like, uh, well, finalised my, my thoughts a, there's about... There's a crawl space beyond the, the yeah. nest. Yeah, and I'm looking at that, but what I'm <laughs> thinking is... I, I st I'm still not, I'm still not fully abreast of what's going on, and I would like to just gain a little bit more knowledge before I start crawling in there. So maybe, okay. What I'd like to do, just for the sake of doing something, is uh, I would like to do an engineering role because I've got some engineering to try and ascertain whether this crawl space has been. Is, is part of the original cellar, or whether it's something that's been created recently, like tunneled away wow. by the rats, or by whether this is just, does that make sense? Very much whether so, I can yeah. ascertain yeah. What I can ascertain about this space, yeah. how, how, how safe it is structurally, what's created it. And I passed that engineering. I think what you realise is that it's the oldest part of the house. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> okay. That, that this came first uh, from, from a cellar space that was dug. Um, and it's, it's like an, ab an abortive remnant of a first attempt at something. Um, but you can, you can see things down at the other end of the tunnel. One of which is a sort of you've got your flashlight, so it's a grey cylinder. You can sort of see a grey cylinder with a with a, a stub a stubby neck on and what looks like a stopper. It's like an, a crude, almost like an earthenware bottle that looks a bit different. Hmm. Uh, could I could I do a could I do a listen roll to see whether I can hear any more creatures crawling around? You can't see anything or or hear anything. You don't need to. Uh, in that know. case. I would just head down there. Yeah, so uh, uh, like it's not that far away. It's about eight feet away. So it's just the length of you crawling in to the last bit. It gets narrow as you get there. You can see Alagash sort of hovering at the bottom of the steps up. 
he's been sort of sorting out the the unconscious figure of Natasha Rulyova, who seems to have had some kind of fit. Is it is it reasonable to say that I'm reloading my cult as I'm, I as think I'm it's reasonable moving? to say that you reloaded it before you went in. Fine, thanks. In that same sort of panicky moment where Rulyova was reloading her shotgun, you were mm-hmm. relo- reloading your gun. You only mm-hmm. you only discharged three shots, right? Well, four in the end. Uh, but four yeah. in the end. Sorry. That's true. That is true. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Good to do that because only two and two remaining. So, yeah. yeah. So you've done that, and you've but you've got your gun nearby, and you can see the smashed pieces of this kind of really interesting looking pottery that's ancient. It feels like it looks like it's really old, uh, but one of these bottles of four seems to remain. There may even be the remnants of a kind of wooden box there. What uh, size is, the, is uh, this bottle? The bottle is about, yeah, it's 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 probably about a foot in height. It's like okay, kind of, so it's not but it's, vast but it, or but tiny. But it's cylindrical it's... up to the to, to the top, and then suddenly it it stops off at the top and has a tiny, almost like kind of old-fashioned earthenware bottle, and yet different. Yeah, no, it's not tiny. So there's some smashed bottles, and then there is one intact. Yeah. Your instinct tells you Does that the a... others have possibly decayed. This is also the absolute centre of the sweet smell. It's a very strange, soporific, odd odour. You've never smelled mm. anything like it. Could you give me a Cthulhu Mythos check? Yeah, happily. It's <laughs> a terrible fail. Yeah. So you gain one Cthulhu Mythos and, oh. you, and you lose one permanent sanity. Okay. The intensity oh, of the God. smell is it's 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 wildly otherworldly. It's 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 really it's musky but it's fresh. It's citrusy but it's like kind of the heaviest jasmine. Pissed on a wedding cake. It's like someone CK1. It's like someone's pissed on a wedding cake and then doused themselves in CK1 and then set themselves on fire. Smells <laughs> 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 quite fair. Otherwise known as a, a morning, breakfast. A, a macaleer breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God. So, sorry. One more question before. No, we, no. It's we, we, we will get back. It's fine. Um, is there a, the bottle that's intact? Am I now in touching distance? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very much. Does it have a stopper in it? Yes, it does. It's a waxed stopper. Fine. And I'm crawling. Am I? It's a well, proper you, crawl you've, space. You've, you've space. crawled to that point. And you could just reach out and get it, or you could just leave it. You've passed the nest, which is a sort of scooped out hole in the side of the little tunnel. Is there anything beyond, or is this no, the end? that's it, that's the end. There really, it really is the limit of, of the tunnel and the crawl space. So while he's thinking there, I think I'll, I'll just cut back to Alagash is on the steps, yeah. and there's a sense of light yeah. and and a sense of movement outside, very briefly. Yeah. But it's but it's past. Uh, okay. And, and there hasn't been anything since, and the light is gone. So, in that case, if I'm still on my way up the stairs, and the the immediacy of that moment has gone, what I'm going to do? Well, I think is, I think uh, it's returned. You, the immediacy went when you went back to the to the woman prostrate on the floor, but now the immediacy was returned. You could just go straight back out. Through, oh, through it's the now. In which case, I'm going to test it all against my strength or whatever you choose, but I'm going to pick her up and carry her upstairs. Oh, yeah, no, you can do that. That's fine. What's your strength? Uh, 
65 it's a pretty yeah. good strength yeah yeah it's strong and what's your power For like a 62 year old uh power is 60. yeah okay so solid yeah it was all about well above average yeah so yeah you you fireman's lift her you've got the rifle you you throw the yeah. doors open no no stealth yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, shoulder the doors open. Shoulder the doors I open. Also, to be clear, I left my rifle leaning against the thing. I've got the submachine gun. Ah, yeah, sorry, submachine gun. In one hand now. You've got yeah. the submachine gun. It's a Thompson, to be clear. I mean, it's a pretty great shot. Kind of, I feel like yeah. it's Ash versus the Walking Dead kind of yeah, style. Yeah, totally. It's like, <laughs> poof, the comes in, it comes out, and you, and you hear a... Hello. What? Where, where do I hear that from? Am I up at the... You hear that from the front. Yeah. Uh, so you hear that too downstairs in the in in the root cellar, Loman. I hear someone say hello. You hear it in this kind of strange voice. You hear, hello. Um, my immediate thought is, is there anywhere on the porch where there's like a rocking chair or anything like that? At the front. Yes, there is a chair on the front. Yeah. yeah. But, you're, right, but, you're the back, the... but you're at the back. But you're at the back. Ah... Now I've got her out of the house. I want to lower Natasha, maybe onto the steps up to the back porch. Yeah, you could just, just you like could kind of tuck her, her into the back porch area. Yeah, and just um, just call out, "Hello, uh, hello, who is that? Is that Papa Lazarus? You're my wife now. <laughs> no." Um, Come round the front. Okay, okay. Just give it a minute. It's me. Who are you? Winter. It's winter, huh? Um, as, as soon as I hear it's winter, Jeremy. I'm like double checking the barrel, making sure it's all like loaded up. I'm just gonna walk around the side, but I'm gonna also I'm gonna do a little arc. So I'm closer to the trees. As you than the as house. you do the art, can you give me a spot hidden? Yeah, I'd love to. What's Loman doing while that's happening? While this die roll happens? Well, first question is: I hear this He's voice. He's heard everything. He's, he can hear it all. Is it is it obvious? I mean, maybe this is a daft question, but is it obvious that it is a a physical voice from a place? It's not like coming out of the ether. It's it sounds it's a physical, like it's a physical voice from a place. A weird voice, but sounds like someone speaking from up in the house. You, I failed my spot hidden. Just saying there. Failed. I it, failed. Failed it. And you hear? Yeah. I've been very unwell. Christ. Tonsillitis. <laughs> I'm taking the bottle. Yeah. So you put your hand on it, and this intense cold passes through. Into your palm, uh, oh fuck! And and you and and as it travels up your arm, you get this really weird sensation <laughs> of 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 just what this tunnel is. You look back and you realise it's like about thirty foot long this tunnel, but to you it felt like it was about six foot long. Um, and could you give me a power check? Fuck's sake, man! I even did an engineering roll. <laughs> Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, power check. Turns out engineers can go mad as well. Uh, a pass. Yeah, great. In which case, you gain D6 Cthulhu Mythos. Ah, oh, beautiful. Oh, that's a four. 
and you lose four permanent sanity. My Cthulhu Mythos is now 20. So that's four off your 99, and you lose one sanity. Well, you see, it's not off 99, it's now off 83. Because I I lost 15 permanent sanity. Ah, uh, because of your... My experience package. So what's your Mythos now? It's now 20. Holy shit. Well, would yeah. you like to use yeah. your Cthulhu Mythos now that you've gained another four? Right now? Yeah. Because, I mean, that might be one way you might try to understand what it is you've just put your hands on. Yeah, I think that would be useful. I think that would be useful right now. I, I, didn't, well. I didn't realize it was that this high. Is... In all truth, I'd actually forgotten. Oh, so. I've rolled a 92, so no. That's not a terrible thing. What a fumble. No. Um, yes, in which case, you're not sure what this is, but it feels immensely powerful in your hand. And, and, and you begin to realize this tragic shame that these other three were smashed. But at the same time, there's all this going on up above. And within a few seconds, you find yourself, if it's fair to say, back out of the Yes, absolutely. Space. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're back in the root cellar. Meanwhile, Alagash is on the, on the edge of... I'm going to say the closest edge of the house, yeah. heading back down towards the front. Unless you'd like but, to change that tactically. Um, no, no. I think that's fine. I don't think he's thinking particularly strategically. He just uh, he wanted to stop Natasha from fitting to death, potentially. Yeah, so she seems and, to be quite um, safe on the back step. Yeah, I've also carried her out, as I said, so I may just lay her down. I think I'm going to lay her down flat, which isn't the best way. I have her laid down in the back porch in a relatively safe, yeah. enclosed space yeah, totally. by the back door. And I've got you sort of yeah. round the side of the house. Yeah, that that sounds good to me. So you, you, you make your way along the side of the house and you can hear movement and, and then you can hear in the bushes this kind of uh, and then fast moving uh, running Buster it's, it's a way off you'd say, you'd say it was past the car now do you actually say that because you have passed your stealth check oh it's a moment of panic though isn't it yeah I mean I'm I'm, I'm willing to retcon it with a power check or would you like to say that you did just say Buster I might not say Buster. I, our language is whistles, and whistles are less. Yes. Nice. Whistles could be coming from anywhere, you know. So, what I want to do is uh, whistle. Um, let me let me just check. Um, I have a fifty-five in animal calls, hand, animal handling, animal calls. Oh my god! Since, let's let's use that my, skill. Since he's my dog, I can I, only apologise that animal. I didn't use it earlier. Yeah. I kind of. Well, it's I almost, just it's almost like I forgot. Yeah, I it's it's like I forgot about the whole yeah. dog. Yeah, I know, right? Ridiculous. Never forget about a dog. Um, so what I want to do is the whistle for home. Perfect. I want to send him home because I want him away from this place. Whatever's just happened, send you know, my mind's still. Home. Home. <laughs> send him home. Bring him home. Um, in a fine vibrato whistle, I send him home. That, well, that's my hope. I want to basically whistle the whistle that I do for when we're out hunting, and you know, I've I've caught a duck, and he goes I love and picks it. it up, and it's home, boy, home. <whistles> you know, a slight downturn on the end, um, and I'm gonna <laughs> roll that now. Yeah. 
on it? Three. A, th- a three. A three. Zero three. Three on a fifty-five. A zero three on a fifty-five. Oh my god! <sighs> so, so you you hear this? Uh, you hear this? <sighs> and that's 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 all you get is a sort of intense, high panting, which you think means running. Yeah, I'm hoping means running. Either that or crushed by tentacle. It's 50-50. You're not sure. Oh, well, no. Um, <laughs> uh, but you begin to make your way round the house. Yeah. Confident that you've done the probably the best whistle of your life. That was, uh, that was uh, incredible. In fact, actually, technically, that's under five. So that's um, an extreme success on your animal handling. Buster handling. <laughs> I like not it. Not animal handling. It's buster handling. Buster handling. In fact, it... It's, it's such a good role that all of the other animals in the nearby area go home as well. <laughs> I, th- I think it also gives you a cool, clean focus after all the spore effect on you. Yeah. Um, and, and, and also, I'm going to say that, uh, Loman, you, you, you hear this high whistle. It's such a clean, clear, lovely sound. It's like the, it's like the call of a mountain goat herd. <laughs> like a pastoral, pastoral I wouldn't know. Of perfection. I wouldn't know. I'm from Oklahoma. Well, that's true. Um, but maybe um, running over in your deep unconsciousness, you you have a moment where you go, "Is something, is something piercing through the black?" Maybe that's the beginning of your return to consciousness. Maybe, maybe. Uh, could be. Yeah, uh, the high whistle of the of of animal so that, Ken. That sounds like a a, a lonesome cow herd. Out on the plains, whistling about what a beautiful morning it is and being winked at by a little brown maverick. <laughs> I'll pick you up. <laughs> literally don't know what to say, but I really want to keep that. So uh... That's the second uh, little reference just for musical theatre fans. It sounds like lyrics. Okay, good. Nice. Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But not really lyrics. Bastardized no. lyrics. Bastardized lyrics. They're the best. <laughs> yeah. So the heat is on as you as you come round the corner of the house. There's a steely determination. Yeah. You're thinking. You're hoping he got away. It sounds like Buster got away. Yeah. I fucking hope so. Although I might. I, I mean, I could probably do with his help now. Ironically, but uh, well, he's home. Well, he's heading somewhere. He's better off out of it. Whereas you may be getting deeper and deeper into it. So you're working your way round to really to the front of the building now. Are you going to go round and look at the individual who's speaking? I am, yeah. I'm I'm also going to keep my uh, submachine gun leveled towards them. But I'm going to walk around and just, even before I can see them... Are you you stealthing uh, or are you just walking? I'm just going to walk. And I'm just going to, as I walk, I'm going to say, I'm just going to start whistling. So you, um, as, as you whistle and stroll around, you're confronted by an individual wearing um, uh, a long summer coat mm. and a broad-brimmed hat. Oh, fuck off. And a scarf. <laughs> oh. uh, they're, quite, hot. they're quite thick-set. They don't look like the, the version that you saw last time. It's not the same mm. person, them, it. Um, and it raises a gloved hand and says, Hello! 
Uh, you've come looking for me. Can I recognise anything from their face, or is it impossible to tell from here? You can see glasses on, and there's, yeah. there's the pale face, maybe some beads of sweat. Uh, but I'm not a fucking moron. I mean, no, someone saying, it's quite dark. Hello, it's you've come, hello, you've come looking for me. That's not the person I'm looking for. As far as I'm it, concerned. It could be, it could be Jeremy Winter. You've... I don't think oh, yeah, it could be, but I just don't believe it is. So Certainly, certainly your mind, no, uh, I think in this moment in the film, your mind flashes back to conversation with Sarah Istis. He looked kind of unwell. It's like, uh, he wasn't, Yeah. you know, like he was sweating. Right, and then, right, right. And then you think to Alice, I, um, Alice Devereaux yeah. back in the initial meeting. No, he's, is there he anything just in the moonlight? So... Like, could I, oh, the moon could is I up. maybe get him to walk like five meters forward to like get him into the lamplight or something how like would that. you get him to do to, like, that get a good look at his face how would you get him to i want to say um i've i've approached around the side of the, the house with the sun machine gun he's still looking at me i just want to say uh hey uh what would i call him jeremy well maybe i'll just say uh hey, hey jezza <laughs> you uh you want to back up a couple of paces for me i just want to see how you're looking there my friend, um, I got plenty of medicine on me. Could you give me a power check? Yeah, I'd love to. I feel like it'll be an obtuse failure. You can hear all of this, Lemon. Oh, 25. 25 on my power is uh, 60. So you feel, so a, a, you feel a rushing intensity in your chest of something inside mm. you wanting you to make this easier for the thing in front of you. And that convinces you that you don't want to make it easy. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, my instincts, you can always trust your instincts. And I say, uh, at that moment, I, I feel this pull, and I say, uh, ha, ha, ha. Hey, uh, good job, sir. Hey, when you move around to the right, we'll get you in the moonlight. We'll get a nice shot of you. Uh, uh, of course. Um, Loman, what are you doing? So, uh, I'm still in the cellar at this point, right? But you're at the, I mean, I'm going to put you at the base of the steps. Yeah, yeah. At a quick dash, you can be out of there and to the left or the right of the house. I'd like to be out of there and dash around um, if I'm aware of which way. Maybe, maybe you get the strong still... sensation because of the spores. You get the strong sensation that ah, he's okay. off left. Okay, well, I, I would like west. to go. The, I would like to go around the other side of the house to Alagash. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I would like to see if the spores connect me to this other person is there a connection through the spores to this other person well first of all can you give me a spot hidden as you come around that side of the house of course as you're thinking these spores what what are they failed that i failed that spot hidden yeah so so i think you've got to the very limit of where you think you would be heard sort of crashing around in the back of the house yeah yeah And, and you naturally slow so you've got a choice to go stealthily and carry on thinking or you could just think this and walk around. Which would it be? While Bunyan is there getting the guy, the guy is sort of moving over slowly, and, and you can hear him saying, Of course, just one minute. Bring me the sword. <laughs> We've got to get to the chopper. He doesn't say those stealthily. Yeah? You're going you to stealth it? Yeah. So I do that's a spot a, hidden. So that's a stealth roll, is it? Yeah. yeah. Or... But if you roll stealth. Um, what, was, what was Bunyan's question? I was just saying, shall I roll a spot hidden to see if I see him stealthy? Not, not yet. 
You could okay. actually you, give me a listen roll. That's, okay. It doesn't look good for Lomans. This is my listen is shite, but uh, I've, I failed myself, ten, so I don't think you have 18, any problem. Eighteen, eighteen, on a twenty listen. So you you hear something on the other side. You're not sure what. You can hear breathing and something on the other side. And as you're thinking, Loman, am I bonded to this? Your um, it's, it's almost like your trachea begins to become warm. You've this thing, this this bottle that you picked up, this flask, this cylinder. Is it in your hand or is it is it in your bag? Is it in your pocket? I think it's in my pocket because I'm still yeah, trying yeah. to, as far as possible, do my yeah, you're doing your and you're sort of yeah. So I pocketed the the bottle. You begin to realise that although what you were thinking is, can I feel connected to the creature, thing, it, person, voice, out to the front? you question the legitimacy of and that's when you realize there's one a lot closer in the trees uh, at that something point I, something i feel connected to uh, you feel connected but the spores feel connected you yeah, don't yeah. feel personally connected yeah yeah you feel yeah. like you control the spores but the spores are in you and you don't know when they're leaving uh bunyan as this yeah. person sort of steps into the moonlight, you can see the sort of waxy pallor of the skin above the eye, of eyebrows. And these glasses are there, but they're sort of slightly on the wonk. And, and you can't see the mouth. Yeah. And it, it's like a, it's like a vaudevillian. Um, how far and it, it are says, we from the... Is everything all right? How far are we from the last, uh, the last, like, house or homestead we... One uh, yeah, we're, a, we're a few 15 minutes from right. there, yeah, right? Yeah, 15 minutes from, from the cap, cap, yeah. from cap, Cappy's place. And he's coming towards me with wrong, wonky eyeglasses saying, Hey, what's the fucking matter? Is everything alright? He's not coming towards yeah, you, he's just I, kind of gone in. He's he's tried to do what you've asked him to do. You feel the bond. Well, go towards him. the. Uh, yeah. He's going towards the. Where's he going towards? In the light. You asked. He's got. He's gone where he, you told him to go. Sort of in the light of the moon. Yeah, so you yeah. can see him better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I sort of. Uh, I take a couple of steps towards him. As you do time, that, I sort of say. As you do that, yeah. on the other side of the house, what does Loman do? Does it? Do I get the sensation that these spores, which give me the connection, might give me any control over? anything which I'm connected with that I might be able to attempt some kind of you could try that so it seems very ambitious yeah I know but <laughs> I'm a pilot I, I, I thought I thought maybe you might go for something more navigatory in, in the sense of might you be able to hone your ability to see where where the connection might be but but okay. control would be even better wouldn't it <laughs> well it would be better what I'd like to do is what I'm what I'm what I'm aiming for, and I'm realizing this is a real fucking long shot. But I'll tell you what I would like to do, and you can tell me how I might go about trying to do such I a thing. I can already tell you it's a Cthulhu mythos, Rob. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because what I would like to do is to try to pilot uh, an, uh, another creature who is connected to me through the spores. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's Sexy. let's let, let's give us a um a Cthulhu mythos. A reverse bioengineering Cthulhu mythos 
give you a Natalie from our last Blade Runner scenario roll. Well, I failed it, but you know what? Can I push a Cthulhu Mythos? Yes, you could push it, uh, but I would warn you that to do so is to invite the spore to take control should that pushed roll fail. And because you're being active in relation to a thing that is actively trying to control you, essentially, um, anything that you were going to be doing would end up with a penalty die anyway because of this push. If you'd succeeded the first time round, maybe not. So that made me seem a little harsh, but I think it is it's the audacity of what you're attempting. But, I, you know, ultimately, yeah, you could push it if you wanted to. Okay, if I failed it. How badly have you failed yeah, it? Yeah, terribly. Terribly. But not yeah. like a hundred <laughs> or anything like that. Oh, not, not, not a fumble. Just not a really fumble. bad. Just a really bad. Your, your, your reaching imagination opens you up to the spores, and you feel this kind of intense rush of gases into you. Uh, and I think it's enough to encourage the mygo in the trees to just show itself slightly. It just, it just leans forward in, in the half-light of the torch, the moon, fading sunlight, and you see a, a chitinous cross between uh, the living flying lobster, the fungal, uh, night, the fungal nightmare, uh, and, and the creator of the spores for that split second. It seems to be carrying something in two of its many arms. Um, could you give me a sanity check? Yeah. Um, that's a fail. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be one d six sand. Yeah, it is three. Three. So but we're okay, aren't we? Because that's only. So I've lost a total of five. Five today, but I think that's not a fifth, is it? That's not a. No, a fifth would be eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think I think we're right. But it's but but as an as an involuntary act, I, I think you drop your torch. Okay. Um and, and you sort of you, you you lurch against the the side of the house and um the, the, that crashing sound is probably enough to alert uh Bunyan and the other the other person around the front. Uh, and uh, are, you, are you going to do anything um, in that? Although you've had your involuntary action, oh. you've got non, you've not gone um, insane. Uh, well, well, so I saw this. I've I've seen this creature in the tree. Yeah, just above the tree line, hovering on these membranous wings. I mean, it still has this sort of fungoid aspect to it. I mean, it's plastic, if you see what I mean. It's of a reality that. Uh, it's not phasing in and out of time and space, but there's something dreadfully off about it. Um, it has too many arms. It's a massive rugose insect, chitinous, chitinous, however you say it, it and it, it's got mandibles, and it's and it's a horrifying thing to look at. So maybe we'll cut across to Bunyan, I, I, but I'm not I'm not trying to rob you of agency. We'll we'll come back. These are simultaneous actions, but but with Bunyan. So you've heard this kind of crash against the side and a kind of... <gasps> and, and the torch has dropped and a light is scattered on the other side. You're pretty sure that's... You, you're pretty sure that's Loman. So what, what, I've, what I've seen in the tree is uh, otherworldly, clearly otherworldly. It's incomprehensible. And it appears to have flown up there. 
And it, I just shout, uh, I want to shout, uh, Loman, what do you see? <laughs> it's impossible for me to answer that question. <laughs> I know, um, that's why I asked do I, do I get a sense that what I'm looking at is malevolent? Uh, I've gone beyond all rational thought, Venkman. I can't express what I'm looking at. Uh, whatever it is, think, whatever it is, Egon says at the top of the fucking tower. I think, I, want, I, think I want to stuff. shoot at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So are you going to spray wild? I think. I think yes. Yes. Okay. So roll your roll your three shots. I don't. I don't okay. think it's a, a cool, calculated single. No. Oh, hang on. Well, if if I hear the first shot go off. All I'm going to do is carry, uh, One carry Natasha over to the car and then head back with... Uh... Uh, Natasha's at the back of the building. You've come around the front. You, you, you're around the front now, confronted by Winter. Oh, I see, I see, I see. You've got Winter at the front in your sort of aim. Fuck's sake, man. Three misses. Three misses. That's unlucky, man. Again. But, but with the first shot, Loman, uh, Loman's clearly firing, and you can hear sort of voice, his voice shouting into the dark, or is the, the spreading dark. Bunyan, as, as, you, as you bring your gun up, um, there's, a, there's a whirl of, of clothing as something begins to unveil itself, just short of the um, overhanging awning of the, of the porch itself. You realise that it wasn't quite underneath it. It's still in the light of the moon, and yeah. and this insectoid fungus appears. It's about eight foot tall, uh, it, and it and it has multiple arms, and it's sort of unveiling itself right right in front of you. Shoot the cunt! Shoot it! So so simultaneous to your gunfire, could you also give me a sanity check? So if we go for gunfire, yeah, gunfire yeah. first, if it's involuntary, or if you'd like to not fire, that's okay too. My my instinct is to fire with my the yeah. gun I have yeah. currently equipped, but I will have uh, seventy-two on sanity, which is a fail. Um, yeah. Um, so let's let's fail. let's see let's see what the Thompson does. Oh right, yeah. Um, Where's my Thompson? Fucking hell! Yeah. I didn't, I didn't look oh. it up. I mean, the Thompson is a 17 on 66. So it's not quite a kind of impale double damage or anything like that, but... No, so this... but it's... Uh, well, my, my Thompson is uh, is 1d10 plus 2, I think, is the... But, but then it's about the, the number of shots you fire, right? Yeah, yeah, quite. Um, uh, and and because it's think. because it's full, it's semi it's semi automatic, so so we yeah. so we get. I can pull it up in front of me right now if it's helpful. Yeah, yeah, I think it probably yeah. is. Um, I, th- I think I know where this is headed. Yeah. Submachine guns, Thompson firearms, one D ten, uses per round, one two or full auto. Were you, were you spraying the clip? I mean, I'm going full auto. But, um, you know. Before the horror of your 1d6, let's roll the 1d6 sanity so we know that what, what follows. Yeah. Because you were committed to your action. I, I think it's fair to say that you would squeeze yeah, the trigger. Totally. I think either way I am. Yeah. Um, um, that's a three. 
three sanity plus the yeah. two you've already lost. Five is that is that looking like three plus five? Three plus um, you've, you've lost two today, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Only one, I think, actually. Only one. Yeah, yeah. So I think you've only lost four sanity, actually, technically. It's a good roll. Yeah. So I think you're fine, aren't you? So I, th I think the in the involuntary action uh, is you scream. And you're just, you're, just, you're just shooting wild at this thing. And you're emptying the clip into it. So I, I suspect that that is 1d10 plus 2 for every, for every shot. Is that, is that Which is up, up to 20. I'm not sure what the automatic weapon rules are. It's going to be horrific. Um, I, I think I'm going to say this. Uh, the, the first few shots hit and kind of bright green liquid pumps out of the body of this thing. Uh, and also orange spores start to kind of pump out too. Um, so uh, as, as you continue to fire... Uh, and track it as it's trying to fly away across the sky. Unfortunately, Loman, you see it flying up as as the, as Bunyan is nailing it with this Thompson, uh, and then you see the silhouette of a second one and a third one up above, joining it. But the middle one, which was pretending to be Winter, sort of starts to just crumple and fall down into the ground, and crashes onto the ground, uh, and is still being shot. As the, as the gun is being emptied. Uh, uh, but the spores hit both of you. And you, get, and you, get, and you get this rush of information. Uh, because this is Mygo uh, fungus. It is of Yogoth. <laughs> and you have a scattered sequence of images of a, of a, of a smartly dressed man in in old-fashioned clothes out by, a, out by a, a stone in the forest and and he brings down these, these bat-winged flying cows oh. that, that begin to become clear that they are these insectoid fungus things and he starts to try and deal with them he's called them and you begin to realise that he's Carrington Carstairs, and he's called them here. And then time passes, and then he comes back, and there's a thing that he tries to bargain with, which is ancient and lives in the woods beyond. And it's over ten feet tall, and it's like this kind of—it's like a—it's like a god. It's a blue-eyed, humming god, like a like a walking tree, but it's but it's like an Indian. It's older than any Indian you've ever seen, and it, and it and it bars him, and it bars the things that he's made a deal with. Uh, so then he goes back to the creatures, and these kind of weird insectoid fungus things give him bottles, these weird grey cylinders, and he drinks from them. He travels to wild places, and they warn him that the connection that he has with them cannot travel through time and space. He will be destroyed by drinking this stuff. It all begins to fade away. Oh, shit. I think at that point we should cut away to the back porch. <laughs> uh, where you tease. Natasha Wilyova becomes becomes aware 
in the fragmentary manner in which consciousness can return through light and sound, you will become aware of a of a of a powerful drum rat-tatting the very rhythm of destiny. The last thing that you saw was the preternaturally extended hand of Rasputin seemingly offering you a way way out of this slightly hellish, rat-infested, orange spore-infested cellar. Uh, And you bravely refused the hand of, of of, let's face it, the corrupter, as you believe he may well be. No one ever said it squarely, but a devil? Who knows? A demon. Certainly, it's certainly in the Greek sense, a daemon, a demonic force of power and will. You'd rejected that. It had cost you everything. You'd collapsed, and now you can hear this heavy drumming somewhere behind the house. And, and for a moment, you feel like you're in one of those... Uh, one of those celluloid wonders that the Americans love so much. And that this is a story of the Westerns, and these are the drums of the Indians in the deep woods and then it comes to an abrupt halt and you can you can just hear underneath it a strange buzzing sound and maybe something that sounds like human breath it's probably me it's very dark Uh, you have your bag Uh, you feel stiff and a little sore you you the last thing you remember you're in the cellar but now you're in the Slight protection of the um, uh, porch. What would you do? Uh, I think try to sit up, see see how badly I'm hurt, if if badly. The central body hinge feels <laughs> sore, but it works. <laughs> yes, if the hinge works, this is a good sign. Mm. Um, I think I will. Russian sayings. <laughs> it translates. If the hinge works, we'll all be fine. If the hinge is good, all will be well. Uh, I think I I want to look around me, see if I can find my, the guys. Are they are they with me? And if they're not, then I want to. I think I want to head towards the sound, but carefully. Uh, could you give me a listen check? And while and while you're rolling, just hold the result for me in, in your in your mind's eye. Mm. Yes. Uh, Loman. As your consciousness sort of seems to come out of the grip of the spore's information, and indeed, therefore, you begin to wonder maybe some other kind of weird cerebral information that you're getting from these creatures, these hovering, buzzing nightmares, uh, do you say anything? Or are you silent about your work? Uh, is um, is Alagash sort of... Uh... He's he's right down the other end of the porch, right? Right down the other end of the house. I mean, it's ten meters. It's not. I mean, you call it right down. You could run to him, uh, and 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 be with him very very quickly. But obviously, you don't. You're poised in a moment. Uh, the only thing that's moving faster than I than any of your uh, all three of your minds at this point are the wings, and the buzzing sound, that are working at a supernatural rhythm beyond human comprehension uh, um, <laughs> I, t- I don't I, uh, it, makes you, it makes you think of a cloud of flies multiplied just, with an angel's power 
So, I mean, I feel really, uh, obviously, what I just experienced, what I've just learned is kind of terrifying. And I al already wanted to know less and I just <laughs> know more. Um, all I can do is back up against the house, back again, get my back right against the house and try and like calm my breathing. Well, as you, as you do that, you realise there's a sort of balustraded porch area that you could, uh, might, might provide a bit of cover. And, and I think in your position, your instincts are, and also it's got a tiny roof over it, right? Yeah. So yeah. as you begin to become, become conscious of the moon and this yeah. thing swinging round like a sweet, heavy wasp, Magnifi magnified on a horrible scale. One of those, it, it's really making me think of what are those things? They're like half hornet, half moth. Oh, you know, good. What a great description. Fuckers. Add in a bit oh, of mushroom and, and you've got what we're talking about. Do you mean about. like a cockchafer? Oh, fuck that. I'm, so, I'm sorry. A cock, a cockchafer. Beg your pardon. Like a maybug. A maybug. Oh, oh yes. Oh, they, you know, big they, fucking you can hear them land, <laughs> can't you? They're, they're enormous. Oh, what, the green beetle? No, not the green one. They're, oh, I'll send you a picture. And they're gross, yeah. really horrific, yeah. and they grow and they grow in like from grubs under the ground, and then Thick I grubs. mean they're they're worse than anything in Lovecraft. Oh. Anyway, Ugh, that's what I'm, I'm imagining like a man-sized cockchafer. Oh, just the, no the idea of the noise has put a shiver yeah. through me. So yes, I uh, <laughs> on realizing that the sort of balustrade is there, I um I, I get up. I don't know whether there's this whether it's easy to get to the stairs. I don't want to be moving too far, and maybe I can just sort of vault the balustrade and get under the porch. I think you have to find your own next choice. Alagas, did you, do you say anything in this Well, I wanted to say, second? Uh, here, Loman. Any good with one of these? And I take the rifle off my shoulder and chuck it across to him. I don't know what I could possibly say in response to what I've just experienced. I, I, I love it. Uh, th that is that is what you hear, Natasha Mulyova. In that moment, you hear this high, strange, overly sweet-bodied buzzing, like a like a, a hummingbird's gone homicidal and fungoid. And that's just Alagash. And that's just Alagash. And then like you hear a hummingbird it. gone fungoid. That's just fungal, fungal, homicidal and fungal. Uh, so. Uh, Natasha, I'm going to I'm going to go with you, even though there's a physical decision to be decided by the other two. But yep. I think just because technically you were waking up yep, yep. as the bullets were stopping, and you kind of got credit to move. It's very very dark now. Yes. Darker than when you went in. Uh, it's the very last of the gloaming. Is all you can see by. If there was a physical action, what would you do? Go back into the house, pull your gun, run down to the cellar, run into the trees. Pull pull my gun. Pull your gun. I'll give you that for free. Oh, thank you. I'm generous like that. And then I think I'd hug the wall, crouching, and head towards the sound of Alagash. So the quickest way is straight out and left and hugging the wall that way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're doing that. Are you doing it stealthily? Yes. Or are you moving as fast as you can? Stealthily. Uh, could you give me a stealth check? Mm, could do. And uh, just hold the result for me while I cut over to these two yes, sir. simultaneously. Just because we we know what the decision that Loman's trying to, to make is, I'm going to go with him first, even yeah. even though I suspect that may not, that may not be Dex's order. But Loman, are you going to try and run to the front, uh, the front entrance, and then come come in sort of 
without any daring athletic leaps, or are you going to try the athletic leap over? I'm, I think I'm in, in my... Uh, I, I'm going to try the athletic leap, because I just want to be under the porch as soon as possible. I don't want to be running in the, in the open under the sky I with these things buzzing around. I sympathise. Why, Sister it's, Professor, it's this, you're my hero. <laughs> it's this, um, like... Wanting to be, wanting to retreat, basically scampering, clambering, mm. leaping, whatever it is. Before you get like a celestial barb in the back. I'll, I'll give you jump with a bonus, or a straight dexterity check. Well, definitely a straight dex check, please. Who's putting points into jump, psychos? Wait, some dancer characters, <laughs> mate. Oh, that's, that's very, very true. Psychos, like I said. Oh, so, that's so jumpy. Yeah, that's a, that's a success. Jump I have a character who has jumped 60. That's the most impressive start I've ever seen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Jump 60. She's, no, she's never going to use it. She's never going like to use it. Really. Just from standing 10 foot, like a pencil. I do beg your pardon. <laughs> Assistant Professor Flight Lieutenant Charles Lohman. Chuck. <laughs> Could you repeat what your result was? Sorry, Jack. 53 Sorry. on a 55. Just a regular success. Just. Sweet. Could you describe... <laughs> could you describe what, what Loman does? Yeah. So he's still holding his revolver. Um, and he... Uh, he backs up to the porch and realises it's behind him. And he's, he's sort of glimpsing these things buzzing around. Still trying to come to terms, to come to terms with what he's just learnt if it if it is learning rather than just weird vision and it, so he reaches I reach behind myself um, and, and sort of feel the height of the, uh, the balustrade around the balcony and um, haul, haul myself up like with one hand with my with my feet on the um, on the sort of the, uh, the porch and my hand on the balcony and then I um, I just sort of grab hold of the balustrade and myself over like I'm clambering over a fence basically and uh, collapse in a bit of a heap on the floor still like trying to look out seeing that I can see anything in front of me so it's not it's not very pretty far from it it's it's but efficient it's functional it's it's barely um, able to recall the mammalian grace from which we are ascended descended uh, it's an agricultural manoeuvre. It's an agricultural manoeuvre. But I think to the Migo, this would be a sort of like seeing a monkey move in a sort of thick soup of confusion and anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and uh, th- their, their supernatural intelligence uh, is clearly intrigued by, by such a manoeuvre. But it's effective. Great, that's what I wanted to do, intrigue yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> always intrigue them. Always intrigue the floating horrors. Just what I wanted to do, draw attention to myself. Take the more interested in you. <laughs> and I'm, and, and I'm, I'm stumbled, in, I've collapsed into a heap, and I'm now behind the balustrade, and I've now got both hands on my revolver, and I'm just, you know, seeing if I can get one in my sights, basically. I think I'll give you that as a, like, climbing over and then jumping down, and then hold, the, the two hands hold, that sounds a little bit like you're going to take a bead. So I, I could uh, give you an aim. As oh, the, I love that! As, I love that. As, as the as the completion of what you're doing this turn. That would be very kind. Thank you. Um, now, mm, yeah. So one Probably of the first say to disregard on. my last thing, because if I've just seen him vault over that and aim a revolver, I'm not going to be trying to throw him a rifle. 
Well, that is true. <laughs> Crap, yes, you did do that, didn't you? <laughs> well, no, 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 yeah. no. I mean, it was probably a simultaneous yeah, 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 instinct, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think it's fair to say yeah. this happens first, and where well, I might be on the verge of doing that. Well, I let's tell you what. No, because it was simultaneous. Well, yeah, I tell you what. Let's. Um, could you both roll luck? Uh, yeah, oh, God, sure. Yeah. I mean, oh God, I'm not going to pass. But I mean, what I was going to say is, if you say, "Do you know how to use this thing?" before you throw it, I'm just going to say yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> You know how to use one of these? Do you know well, how we, to use one of these? We could go. I'm better with. I'm better with the 45. Let's see how the luck roll goes, and then we'll. I mean, on. I failed. I failed my luck roll. I failed yeah, my luck as well. I love it. Okay, so, so not only does he say no, so you also hear that, Natasha. Do you know how to use? Say, it? Do you know how to say, use? I'm better with the 45. <laughs> That's it. Better with the 45. Believe it or I, not, I, having I, just missed every shot. And then I'm, I'm going to roll luck for the rifle. Oh fuck. <laughs> If you uh, fumble this and it blows my head off. <laughs> the rifle just lands, but you hear this kind of skitter skitter uh, of something bouncing off things. So the, the rifle is now where Loman was on the right-hand side. Great. Uh, outside. But hey, you know, spread the weapons around. On which yeah, point? Yeah. On which point? Um, Natasha, could you roll luck for me? Uh, because you were in possession of a shotgun and there's a chance Alagash brought it up. And, and you had reloaded your shotgun, I remember. Because, uh, as had the assistant professor had reloaded his um, pistol before departure from the cellar. It's a fail, Very I'm well. afraid. But it crosses your mind as you're sneaking. How well are you sneaking, do you think? Really? Oh, I snuck so freaking well. Uh is that because you rolled 92. 95 to 100? Okay, right, nice, nice. Yeah, all those um, all those special parcels have obviously been paying off recently. No. Well, they're full of invisibility serum. Or... We get a <laughs> yeah. lot of those in the post office, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sick. Okay. Pretty sure they were available in that Bangor <laughs> store, weren't they, as well? Anyway, oh, a yeah. uh, long time back That's now, it. those 10-foot poles, they would have been so useful. Okay, group luck check for the two of you in front. Who's got the lowest luck? It's you, isn't it, Loman? Yeah, mine's 20 now. Could you roll against 20? Oh, I need to be using my more. I've still got loads uh, of luck. Fail. Okay, so the um, you may recall that one of the other two Mygo seem to be carrying a bulky object. Oh, that, is, that is the one that is closest to you, Loman. Uh, and it swings it round impossibly fast and there is an awful negative sound like a I don't know it's like a, it's like, yeah it's like a seismic charge being a- amplified through a, a, to- a toilet system being opened uh, <laughs> uh, and the Foley the Foley effects team from 1979 is going to discover that stick some dubstep in it but that's the future. Uh, right now, you hear this kind of weird, otherworldly sound, and, and a, a black rectangle of the void re- reaches down towards you. Uh, would you like to dodge? <laughs> yes. <laughs> jump in, jump in, jump in. I think that's, in, I, I think that's a good call. <laughs> In um, one, in it's one. it's like it's like a kind of imagine a gun firing a corridor of black. I don't want to imagine that. Thanks. 
But the problem is... I'm imagining it's like someone's done a poo in my brain. John, yeah, John Wick yeah. meets 2001 A Space Odyssey. If you don't dodge, I'll still. Dodge. If you if you don't dodge, I'll still give you a shot. I don't think that's going to help me. I'm going to fail my dodge. Um, so I'm just going to think if there's anything else I can do. There isn't. Oh, oh, I haven't. That's an extreme success. Zero oh, two. Nice. Oh my oh, word. Yes. Okay, right. So important. This first time I've rolled something good. Hot all game. <laughs> oh God, if I was going to. Succeed on anything, it was that, wasn't it? I don't want to get might, sucked into the void. <laughs> yeah. uh, fine. Yeah. fine. Uh, which way do you go, left or right? Uh, so. You could go over standing... the balustrade, or you could go deeper onto the balcony. So I'm, I'm thinking that currently I'm right in the corner, right? Yes. On the, on the corner of the. Uh, so I could either jump back over onto the floor, which I don't want to do. So I'm going to kind of. Um, and I've got my gun. I'm going to. My. my Military training sort of comes yes. back to me like instinct, and I'm going to take a, I'm going to sort of roll um, along along the the balcony. So I'm moving towards the middle of the balcony. It's beautiful. Now this does look good. Yes. It's sort of like a <laughs> you know judo combat roll, and I come back up on one knee and swivel, and like my gun's still up. I like it. Up. Yeah, and I, I think <laughs> when we come back to you, there might be an opportunity to see whether there's a. Uh... A chance to keep that that aimed shot. Well, I'd in my head, like you to draw your like, attention to the fact that I rolled a zero two on my Dutch. In my head, you still look like Alan Partridge. Do you know what? Doing That's the it. opening shots from Bond. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a touch yeah. of that, but I think with the zero two, you're absolutely right. It was such a good result. Let's give you the aim. You've you've held the aim. You've rolled you. away. That's kind. I mean, after after your attempt to come around the house and try and shoot some things, yeah. and, and your rat fight. I could do with a break. You needed some successes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Alagash. Yeah. Uh, you've got 30 so rounds what? left. There's a, a, a chitinous, chitinous flying lobster made up of mushroom and insect. Oh, yeah. oh, I used to date him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. that with a bit of garlic butter. It, well, it, you say that out loud, I think, as, it, as it's proboscis. Proboscises? I don't even know how to say oh. that enter into the moonlight for the first time and you see two of its claws that look surprisingly like lobster claws come up and it's it's clearly planning on a on a dive bomb attack yeah. on you doesn't it doesn't I know, look like I it's know. Uh, I, I know how to kill a lobster flying or not um i've already chucked the the rifle so that's away but i've still got the submachine gun I'm going to go for a full burst. I'm thinking, well, I've got 30 left, right? Mash it. You've got, you've got 30. I'm yeah. just going to go all Mash around. Mash it. it. So you could yeah. do 6, 12, 18, 24. Th- yeah, so you could do the full five volleys. I mean, obviously, four and five, you're not going to hit anything. Well, I mean, three is a question. I can, u- I can use luck, can't I? You can use luck to, uh, to affect your um, uh, combat roll, yes. But you can't uh, push the roll. No, but I've got a lot of luck, and I just want to get this thing out of the sky. So I think I'm going to risk it and go through. I'm just going to like hold it in, brace into my chest. So, so technically, you as you're fi- pulling a trigger is faster. As we recently discovered, pulling a trigger is faster than a melee attack. It's trying to use a melee attack, so you gain a plus fifty dexterity. So what's your dexterity? Can I just double check? 
it is. Um, it's not great. It's 40. So you're on a 90. So you are actually faster than it. So that's good. Okay. It's very fast, but you're just faster. And it, it surprises with you with how close it's coming. Mm. But if you're committed to your action... I mean... I will give you I'm this... Like... I guess how fast are we talking? Is this like? Is it like a? Am I confident that I'll hit it, or is it that fast yeah. that oh, I'm like? Yeah, I mean, it might try and dodge, but you don't know what that's. Yeah. Its capacity for that is. Uh, but I, there's one thing I will give you, which is you know you've been around the block and you're a, you're a. In in the Robert E. Howard context of of gaming, you're a super yeah. fighter. You've been in fights. Yeah. You've got experience. You're grizzled. Yeah. Um, Especially shoot could you, at. Could you give me an idea check? Yeah, that's a good one. Because uh, as Dan and I'm now thinking back to when I first read Guerrilla Warfare by Che Guevara and the fact that, <laughs> you know, bursts always, bursts always work far better than spray. As the actual central bishop. Um, what was I? What, <laughs> what a mashup. Che Guevara to the actress and the bishop. Um, now that's a scenario. What was I running for again? Intelligence. Yeah, uh, an idea check. Yeah, an idea check. Oh yeah, check. idea check. Okay, uh, sixty. Oh, okay. So I do succeed. Yeah. Sixty-six on a seventy. It's not like the best so idea, but if you hit this thing at this range, that means spores, and and you have this intense sensation that you've been exposed to quite a lot of spore. Yeah. In 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 the loosest of game terms. <laughs> but at the same time. Whenever At the same time, I, what else can you do? If, I, if I'm aiming a burst, I always hold my breath to steady, and I never release <laughs> the breath until afterwards anyway. So the legitimate shooting uh, technique there. I, I also think that that's, that's the advice given to um, frontline NHS workers in the face of COVID. Just hold your breath while you're dealing with COVID patients. <laughs> and while fine. you're doing the CPR, yeah. <laughs> so you should be um, fine, basically. I'm, I'm going to go. I think I've realised that. But then surely that makes me want to get rid of it all the faster. Because if I'm going for bursts and I'm chasing it and everything, it's going to be releasing spores all over the fucking shop. I want to bring it down quick. I mean, it's just, if you bring it down again, the way that you did the last one, it'll, it'll spore all over you, if you pardon the expression. I think that's going to happen regardless, right? Gotcha. What's the option? I think you're in. It's like the panic when you're in a car on the motorway and there's a wasp suddenly. Right. You know, like your logical mind goes slightly out the window. I might know that I'm about to get covered in yeah. whatever, but like, I think the realistic thing is to just attack it. Um, let's, so see those, let's see that first volley. Six bullets. So, okay. He goes once for each volley. Once for each six bullet volley. Right, but the penalty dies increased. But I was gonna, I was gonna ask whether you did actually want to do the full six, the the full five volleys, or whether you wanted to hold off. Because I mean, like, bear in mind there is another my go. Well, there's another, there's another thing. I just need to slot it into the gun. Might take a turn, but that is true. Uh, you have got a second clip, haven't you? Okay. Well, I think maybe a full five in one go is me just showing off. Um, a panic of a wasp in a car on a motorway. Maybe I'll go for three. I'll go for three. I think three I think volleys is impressive. It's still it's two panicked, penalty dice on the, second, like... on the third volley. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Let's um, see what that first one yeah. does. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Oh, 13. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's a, hard, uh, that's a hard, isn't it? 
extreme. No, yeah. A 13 on a 66 so, is just an extreme. Yeah, it's extreme it success. is. So that's piercing damage, right? Piercing. Okay, so you do you do full damage for the first volley. Come on, you lobster! Let's just let's just check to see how tough these poor things are. These poor creatures. Oh yeah, you monster. The bullets just phase through. I know they're just poor. They've they've emerged for the first time in ten years to mate and then die. And I've just. It's our time. It's our. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, finally, we waited so long. All shots hit hit the target. The first half of the shots, three, impale. Oh my god. Oh shit. That wow. sounds pretty dramatic. They do have armour. Okay. So Chitin or is it Chitin? Chitin? It's clearly Chitin, isn't it? I always get that wrong. Sorry. So the first so it's ten plus two for for the first three shots. You you you're you're causing thirty-six damage with your first three bullets. That's not even with your roll on top. I'm gonna hold the roll on top for now. That's that's beautiful that. So on each twelve, they get armour off. Natasha Amarov. Amarov, you didn't hear. Okay, so the first the first bullet goes in around the pelvic girdle. The yes. second bullet is climb it's climbing up. You, um, the second bullet ruptures the abdomen. Third is the mid chest, uh, and that's when the bright green spray comes. The thorax. Oh yeah. Yeah. But the fourth goes deep into the lungs, and that's when the spore starts to spread. And the fifth goes up into the proper chest. And the sixth goes through the throat, uh, and and this thing just unlike the other one that kind of fought up and then crashed down, this thing just spins backwards, hits tree, slides down it into the dark. Oh God! Like like kicking a puffball. Like kicking a puffball. That's overripe. Obviously, normally you'd roll the dice on top of the impale, so you're doing double damage, but that isn't necessary. You've absolutely done it. It's uh, it's overkill. It's over. It's all over with, with that shot. That's that's six bullets gone. As you pass the gun across the empty space to try and hit the other one, you lose a whole you load lose of ammo. More bullets. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So I'm going to say you lose your second volley and move it over. That's fair. Also, I'm assuming I'm aware enough not to be passing through to most these guys. <laughs> you, yeah, well, he's off further over to the left. So if you did lose sanity for some strange reason, but the other a, a cloud of spores. I, I think he should have to, uh, I mean, I don't want to end up getting shot, but I think he should have to roll for that second volley saying, I'm aiming to oh, yeah, you, shoot no, you it have, in the air. You have to roll for each single one. So this is still your firearms check. Okay. Still your turn. Rudyova's, yeah. I mean, I should have given her a bonus for her sneaking, but she aced it anyway. So she's coming round to see this, this, this muzzle flash. Have you got the drum load, classic gangster, or have you got the yeah. magazine load? No, it's military. the full. The, full the drum load. So, <laughs> yeah, so you can yeah. see this kind of. It's you know, the Bugsy you know, Malone. The, the crazy Bugsy Malone flashes that come out of it, <laughs> like fire out of the muzzle, uh, lighting up the night sky. But also, really over, you see something hovering off to the left, mm-hmm. uh, which is horrifying. Um, but you can also work out that what Alagash is trying to do is trying to he's trying to bring these shots in on target so you, can you roll your firearms again for me or submachine gun skill yeah oh 44 so a success not a and that's all you need 
So those six bullets go through. Yeah, yeah. It, it sort of shifts in the air, and this and this weird black volume that's coming out of this odd machine that it's holding. So it's got two hands holding it, but then the two big claws are still free. It's kind of two weird, misshapen, little fungoid, fingered hands. Slightly, pe- slightly penile from that glimpse oh. there. Uh, uh, why not? <laughs> it, it's sort of try- it's trying to do what what you're trying to do, and it's going to try and drag its oh, black it thing across. What's it shooting? What's it? The thing doing? Okay, uh, Loman, this thing swerves, uh, and because of your expert dodge, you're just out of the range of it, but it sort of sweeps across the edge of your of your feet, and you get the strangest of sensations that that it is not... Put it this way, it's not destroying the wood. It's not, it's not corrupting the earth. But you're right to think you don't want to be in this thing's beam. Mm. You get an intense sense of stillness as it's passing, like an absence of time. I don't like that. It's wrong. But meanwhile, in this in this microsecond, could I have a sanity check from Ruliova simultaneous to final volley? Now then, this is yeah. with two penalty dice. The third volley. You so need I need, to roll three I, I need, times I need you to pass time. three times. You can keep your units. Yeah. Sanity check passed. Strong pass. Okay, pass. Oh god, this is intense. This this will help. No, that's fine. Two passes. Two passes and a third on a hard pass. Oh, nice. The, you are the opposite at the moment of the Loman experience coming around yeah. the house. <laughs> that, is, that is astonishing. So the hard pass means half of your bullets hit. I know it sounds intense because, you know, you'd hope they'd be all, but like by that time, you know, this thing's kicking like a mule. It's dark. So a massive you've, got, you've got three bullets. Hero. I mean, this is this is huge. This is huge because this started very badly. This battle. Yeah. <laughs> the spore is admittedly going to hit you all, but that's we'll deal with that in a second. It's yeah, only fair yeah. to let the violence finish first. Could you roll for your three bullets that hit? Oh yeah. D ten plus two. So seven, four, nine. So a so nine, nine six, six, eleven. And 11. Yeah. Okay. So right. I'll let the they do have speak. they do have armor. So but I think you've done it. I think I, I only think you've gone and done it. I only think he's gone and bloody bloody done it. He's only gone and blown the bloody bugs off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we are all about to inhale deadly mushrooms. So I mean, <laughs> whether or not it's actually done much. Potato, yes. potato. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this thing yeah. tries to walk the fire over to you. The bullets are whittling it, and it and it sort of the beam therefore kind of goes wild. So if could if could Rulyova and uh, Alagash Bunyan, Natasha Rulyova and Alagash Bunyan, could you please roll luck? Oh yeah. I succeed. Succeed. Die. Oh, fail. Fail. Um, Sixty-five on a fifty. Oh. The, the corridor goes up and past you, and, and Alagash, you sort of instinctively just kind of lean over to one side. The smoke coming from the and the stench of cordite as this creature kind of spirals around and it goes up and the, and the beam is spiraling around. It's trying to fly off, but it's kind of... Stuff is oozing out of it and orange puffs of spore are coming out. And it just kind of... There's this awful screaming sound as it goes into the trees way off to the right-hand side. 
of the house. But Rulyova, a part of the beam, hits you. And you feel your whole body freeze. Oh God. An intense cold travels up. It gets you in the, um, gets you, let's say, in the left side. Uh, uh, and just as it passes through, you, you feel frozen to the spot as, as the whole of the left side goes into paralysis and you find your body's kind of sliding backwards but it just touched a part of your head and, and you begin to see a vista of stars opening up like a, like a corridor of darkness up towards the moon. Oh my god. And up there you see spiralling in the distance my go coming down the stair of darkness. I'm gonna get me on the line.